Welcome to The Machine, everybody. I am your host, Mario Parrish, with my co-host, Lee Wilson. Journey with us into conspiracy theories and the unexplained. Hello, everybody, and I am for part two of the media with Jeffro here. How you doing, Jeffro? Good, Mario. How you doing? Thanks for having me back again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm okay. I'm a little pissed off, though. But Why know. is that? Well, you see... We provide information to our listeners, and through that information, um, on our group page on Facebook, I'm able to uh, promote the promote the the group page and promote the podcast within that. Since then, since apparently we're not quote unquote factual by a third party through Facebook, they will not let us promote our podcast here which by the way we've never stated that we were fact based we 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 never released any information that was quote-unquote fact what we released was information right information that we had come across information that we thought was important and we wanted to disseminate that information to everybody else to see if they too had heard the same sorts of uh information Right, and in doing so, this is what we try doing. We try giving the people, our listeners, this information so they can dig for themselves, find out for themselves. Because like we had mentioned many times, there are too many things that fit together. Too many things that should just not be ignored. Right, the coincidences add up, and when the coincidences add up, it's got to add up to something. There's... It equals to what? What's it equal to? Right. Well, right now it's just uh, equaling up to pleasing those in power. I would say <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's very strange that after a podcast that we had done dealing with censorship on on media, that all of a sudden you got censored. Yes, uh, it's very strange. It doesn't fit their agenda clearly. So, right. Well, because of that. Uh, we were we come across some information we i myself got a little bit interested in some of the subject matters even deeper from the previous podcast so i wanted to try to come up with some details a little bit more in depth in depth more right more right. more more in depth correct so i came across some articles and some of those articles uh, are as follows there was an OSS memo, which OSS was what the CIA was called prior to being re- referred to as a CIA. This was a memo to uh, Mr. Patrick Dolan, who was an ad executive uh, for the newspaper industry. He uh, Let me make sure I got that correct because we, we don't want to be accused of not fact-checking. Well, we all, here's the thing. Okay, we don't need to fact-check. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to lead people so they can fact check for themselves. Okay. All right. Just as long as we got that clear then. Okay. Let's make that but, uh, perfectly clear. He was clear. an ad executive, and there was a memo from the OSS to him, June 3rd, 1943, and it is as follows. The study of motion pictures as a weapon of psychological warfare. 
The objective is to exploit potentialities of motion pictures as a weapon of psychological warfare for the United States. To survey the situation of those potentialities. And there's a subsetting that says motion pictures is one of the most powerful propaganda weapons at the disposal of the United States. It can be many different it could be used as many different functions. Okay. So and that's we, interesting. That's very interesting because you think about one of the things that makes America America in the United States, what's one of the most popular things in the United States? It's it's our entertainment, right? Right, that, and that goes back to everything we were talking about on the previous podcast. Absolutely. So our entertainment here is second to none worldwide. Well, everybody digests our, informa- or our, our entertainment all across the globe. They watch our movies from Hollywood and, you know, America is basically you know the leader in entertainment right right exactly so we've got this power in the the social arts the media okay in hollywood the 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 movies that we're putting out and what you're saying is there's documentation of it being infiltrated by well at this point, what I'm, I'm guessing is, with him being an ad executive or, or newspaper executive, he must have been asking about some of these things that were going on. Mm-hmm. He was possibly trying to investigate it. Now, again, that's speculation on my part, but he probably got a memo back saying, hey, listen, this is what's going on. Uh, well, again, information that we come upon we feel is necessary to our listeners. That's what we're doing here. Right. Yeah, this is, you know, things for our listeners to look look up for themselves and dig into for themselves and put the pieces together because you and I on many different subjects we have kept track of these different things. We have put these pieces together. We know our opinions. Right. I mean, and and all that information we come across in the different media, whether it's YouTube, podcast, news broadcasts newspapers it's all kind of colored our our opinion on the subject matter and we've come to our own realizations that not everything necessarily seems to be on the up and up and that was the that was the the basis of the previous podcast we weren't trying to accuse anybody of anything necessarily on an individual level like we were stating you know we're not saying all journalists all you know, newscasters, all the people were bad. We're just saying, hey, listen, there's <laughs> there's enough information, there's enough small bits of piece of information out there that if you're one who wants to just go ahead and digest everything, you might want to take a second look at that opinion of just digesting information without critical thinking. Right, exactly. And so, I mean, to that point, when you start taking information away from people when you dictate to the information that the people are allowed to have that's bias that that in itself is a dictatorship type of move i don't care if you're right how how many times have we seen information conveyed through facebook whether it be true or false well especially the younger population the younger population looks at a lot of that information as fact whether it's whether it's viewed as fact or not, so 
that's what we that's why we're trying to throw up you know a little bit of a red flag saying hey not all of this information is factual and a lot of this information can be manipulated and if you think that it can't be manipulated then you're just walking around like a zombie consuming everything they tell you to consume which <laughs> is exactly the 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 red herring you gotta hey listen let's hold on a second let's just not obey right exactly so if i put it if i try to push one of our podcasts that's you know leading some of this information again we're not quoting ourselves to be factual we're just giving you information that you can use to try to come up with your own end right this isn't a tutorial you know we're not we're not producing a tutorial here we're not professors Right. You know, we we're, we don't specialize in one thing. You know, we're just trying to maybe give you another option and say, hey, listen, you think everything's on the up and up? Well, maybe you look at this and maybe you kind of come to the realization maybe it's not as pure as I right. originally thought. Right. And if, if, if we have listeners out there who look this stuff up and go, you know, they say, oh, well, these guys are just spewing bullshit all the time it's just garbage that's that's perfectly fine too you're entitled to your opinion absolutely absolutely but when you take that ability away from people by taking away that bit of information and saying absolutely not you're not allowed to have this because we feel that it's fake that's dangerous it's very dangerous you know who who else thought it was very dangerous in talking about quotes um we all can assume that presidents carry a lot of weight. President Harry S. Truman had a quote on December 22nd, 1963, to the Washington Post. And that quote is as follows. There is something about the way the CIA has been functioning that is casting a shadow on our historic position. And I feel we need to correct it. That's coming from a former president who was... At that very pivotal time in history, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, when all this multimedia is coming out, and who else would have insight other than a president? So if you, if everybody out there might think, oh, these guys are crazy, the media doesn't control everything, we're not saying they necessarily do, but we're also saying <laughs> not everything is on the up and up, and here's somebody who agrees with that opinion, who just happened to be the president of the United States. Right. So to think that government is be-all, end-all, it's not true. That's not what... When we talk to certain people, like I talk to certain people, and they say, well, it's the government do It's the government do It's the... Not necessarily. That's a very... It's a very broad statement. The it's government, a very, very you know, who in the government, and that's the question, and that's why it's conspiracy theory. It's we can't put our finger on it. We don't know who the who is. If we knew who the who was, then we could prosecute them. But they hide behind the doors. You know, they hide behind the doors of secrecy, behind the shadows. Right, and then every time somebody is closer to putting their finger on it, something happens, or even raises a question. Somehow they're they're censored. They're censored. They're shut down. Wait, who did that? Like some small podcast that has a right? small following makes right? any difference. 
like it makes any difference. Because, I mean, guys from a small town come on here with a little bit of information to give some of their listeners, which I don't even know how many listeners, our listeners fluctuate. They fluctuate. Yeah. And it's not that we're giving this information to mislead people. No. We're giving this information to give people the option, other than just what they're told to believe, to say, hey, listen, like you said, not everything is so cut and dry with everything that you're told. Look a little further into it. Right. And this is information that we've come across and we've had time to digest and we've talked, you know, in private conversations. Wow. Did you hear about this? And you're like, no, did you hear about that? I'm like, wow. And what ends up happening is over time, these stories continue and, and we look into it ourselves and we're like, hey, listen, I wonder if anybody else has heard this shit. You know, has anybody else heard this information? And. You know, we have busy lives. We don't have access to go out and meet hundreds of people a day. So I'm wondering, am I the only one seeing some of these really strange events happening? So this is sort of an outlet to say, huh, I'm going to raise my hand and say, hey, has anybody else seen this? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, And like you said, this is an outlet for just a little bit of information. If you get people talking, you know, A can converses with B, B converses with C, and so on, if you can make a more clear picture out of that, and that's kind of where we're going with all this. We're not saying, hey, we have the picture, this is what we know. Right. We're saying, we have the puzzle pieces, again, not to reference the last episode, but we have the puzzle pieces, how about you put them together? Right. And and me personally... um, to disclose a little bit, my profession, I am a professional driver and I go all over this country and I speak to many different people all across this country. So this isn't a, a Northeast biased or Ohio biased. I, I meet people everywhere. And believe it or not, there's a lot of people that have a lot of these same questions. Oh, yeah, sure. And I know there's a lot of people out there, not just within this state not just within this country because like i said a lot of the things that we're going to cover they're not just they're not in this bubble that we look at as you know america the united states this huge power because it's not just that it's not what it is it's not what some people would think is the power of the United States. It's worldwide. This whole thing is worldwide. It covers everything. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not worldwide because there's millions of people involved in these conspiracies. I think it's worldwide because it's actually a small group of people who's able right. to control, you know, you, it's like a pyramid scheme, sort of. You got one person controlling 10 people, and those 10 people are controlling 100 people those hundred people are controlling a thousand people and it just works down that way. But really like we talked about in the last podcast, truly only one person understands what the motive and agenda is. And they only give bits and pieces to their cronies for lack of a better term or their followers. So no one ever really gets a full scope of exactly what is going on. And that's why when the information gets filtered down to the public, you get a little bit of information. I get a little bit of information. Somebody else gets a little bit of information, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to—that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to pull together our information 
and see why things are the way they are. Right. And, and to that point, you and I, we pull this information together. I tell you the picture that I see. You tell me the picture that you see. Right. When we put these puzzle pieces together, we want to know what our listeners, we want to know what they see. When we give them all of these pieces to take a look at and say, hey, do you think there's any truth to this? If you put that with this, do they coincide? What is a broad picture you see afterwards after you put these things together? And we'll ask our listeners to comment on that um, through our website. We have our website. It's conspiracymachinep.wixsite. That's W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash machine. And that's our website there. And you can contact us through there. You can listen to the podcast. You can check out the blog. Um, a lot of the blogs we've attached, like last uh, last episode, I put up the uh, the CIA debriefing file of the uh, Project Mockingbird because we did references. References, like, yeah. Right. So we're not just giving this information just through the podcast. You know, right. If we can lead you to that link as well, we're going to. Well, especially now because you're being filtered and censored through Facebook. We don't have an ability to advertise, so uh, we very much would appreciate you visiting the website. Absolutely, and I, you know, I, I don't think I have to tell you I'm not one for censorship. No, I'm not a very uh, censored person. I've never had. I just I call it like I kind of see it, and it is what it is. Right. Well, um, I don't know really how to follow up on that one. Um, so how about, okay, so how about, you know, some of the information, because you did a lot of digging. You yeah, did I, I did digging some more digging. Um, what was interesting is um, another thing that I came across, a piece of information that was interesting regarding influences of the CIA into Hollywood, which is one of the major factors we had in the last podcast that I wanted to brush up. If one would think that that wasn't a true statement, CIA doesn't have any influences in Hollywood. Why would they? That doesn't make any sense. Well, if that's the case, then explain this to me. In 1996, the CIA opened an entertainment liaison office in the CIA. And the person that was the head of that office was a man by the name of Chase Brandon. And one of the first movies that he became producer, co-producer on was a little movie called The Recruit, starring Al Pacino. Okay. If the CIA had no interest in influencing Hollywood, positive or negative, so, you know, let's look at the side, maybe CIA didn't want to be portrayed in a bad light in a movie. Fine. That's still influence into Hollywood. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. um, there would be no need to create an office within the CIA called the Enter Entertainment Liaison. You would allow free speech to dictate however Hollywood wants to portray the CIA the way that Hollywood wants to portray the CIA. If a script comes out and says, you know, they want to portray the CIA as a villain, you should allow them through free speech to be able to do that. Sure. Whereas it seems as though this office was created to sort of lead the narrative how the, not only the CIA but maybe the military was portrayed in films. And you can tell in films how CIA agents are, have been portrayed recently. I mean, 
undercover agents have always been glorified. James yeah. Bond. Yeah. I the mean, the tough guy. The tough guy. You know, taking the, down the bad guys. Right. Taking the bad down the bad guys. Um, you know, also in the movie Black Panther, the CIA agent was portrayed as the hero. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of my favorite movies with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and uh, the other character, the CIA, oh, movie, Kevin the Hart. comedy, Kevin Hart. Thank you. Yeah, the the CIA movie. It's a comedy. It's lighthearted. Right. So there, there's. I'm not saying they're trying to influence it. I'm just saying that. Right. It, but they're the not thing, trying not to influence it. Right. But the funny thing I find. Uh, that's a big hypocritical about that. Now, yes. I'm not a big religious person, okay? I, I, I'm not, I have my beliefs. I have my beliefs and I have my skepticism. But one of the funny things that I do find about that is because you see, they, they have Hollywood and you know, different areas of television, they have no issues with belittling religion. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, per- particular. How many times have we seen different <laughs> TV shows or you know uh, movies where it's a parody of you know the life of Jesus or something? I mean, there was a there was a show on Cartoon Network. It was called Black Jesus. You know, <laughs> I, I was unaware of that. It was, it was a co- it's a comedy show, but right. Let's do the same thing with uh, you know CIA agent. Let's see how well that goes over. I don't think it would ever get made. I don't think so either. And this this might be another conspiracy theory, but how the uh, some of the powers in Hollywood, how the majority of them might be Jewish, and going along those lines, how like you said, it's okay to parody Jesus, but a lot of times the Jewish subject, if it's ever made fun of, is hands off. Yeah. Not saying that's right yeah. or wrong, but just to say. Listen, there are influences within the powers in Hollywood. There, there, there are narratives that are put out there. Sure. Now, when you say powers, I know what you're talking about. Enlighten us, enlighten us a little bit for our, for our listeners. When you say the powers, I would be saying the heads of the studios. Um, okay. You know, the head of Sony, head of you know MGM, head of you know, whoever out there. And what's interesting is we, we talk about the, the marriage between Hollywood and the military. Well, a lot of those people that were the ones that started the studios, a lot of them were generals. A lot of them were heads of uh, military. A lot of them were uh, commanders. So, and that that might be a... a Subject of the time because everybody sort of enlisted during World War Two. Right. You know, everybody went, so everybody's probably going to have somewhat of a connection to the military. But we're not talking about privates that get out of the military and all of a sudden start a studio. We're talking about you know generals, generals and whatnot. Right. So we we've seen different uh, different. See, not all Hollywood is not all of Hollywood is dark. No. We've heard of different actors come forward. Absolutely. Try to break the silence. And again, we talked about them not having work because of such. Um, you know, we talked about Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Uh, there are many others. Uh, Mel Gibson, 
for one you know he he came forward and when he did uh uh the movie the passion of the christ oh man that thing that movie was berated by the media do you remember that yeah i do i remember i remember him just getting a raw deal and then after that he wasn't able to make as many movies as he was prior to it prior to it he was getting scripts left and right and then after that i think he had uh, the south american movie um and that was it. I mean, you don't you don't see him in too much of anything. And he's a good actor. I, right. Well, I mean, he's a pretty person. good director, too. And he yeah. didn't even get directing jobs. Oh, he, he, one of my favorite movies is The Patriot. One of my favorite wartime movies. Maybe it's you know the history there that I like. But I, I think he did it very well while adding a storyline to it. But uh, we hear about these different, you know, artists, you know, whether it be actors or even musicians you know there's so many different people who go in they don't come out the same no or you know their 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 outlook on hollywood is completely changed once once they end up in the middle of it um aaron lewis the lead singer of stained he's very verbal about it um, on a lot of his solo albums now, he's very verbal about the uh, the evils within Hollywood. Yeah, um, I haven't heard any of those. You know, you, you're more into the music scene than I am. But you know, that goes along the lines with what I was saying in the in the last podcast, where it seems that some of these people that are quote unquote woke and they're on they understand what's going on, but they know they can't just blatantly come out with the information. The ones that are in the know sometimes try to leave breadcrumbs like you and I in right. their music. Um, I personally, and we, we were talking about this before, I think one of, since, you know, I, I've looked a little further into these things or whatever, you know, you go back and you hear a song that maybe you've heard over the years so many times, when you listen to it now, it's got a deeper meaning. It's almost like they're trying to convey a message to their listeners um, one of those songs, like I mentioned to you, was Hotel California by the Eagles. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the lines, you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. Hmm. Welcome to Hotel California. Wow. That's dark on many ways. Right? Well, because you and I know, right. and our listeners are about to know, and they're, you know the more we, we give them, the more they're going to hear the more they'll be able to put these things together and say, okay, wait, so much is just a coincidence here. And you can hear it through music. You can see it through televisions. And it's like, is this, is this just a facade? Is it just, are we programmed to see these things? Are they purposely putting it in our face? If we're not, I mean, it's at least being subliminally. Mm-hmm you know, broadcast to us, whether they're actually coming out and blatantly saying it. I don't think they're doing that, you know, but subconsciously it seems as though it's a tactic, right? It's a tactic of the elite to, to push the narrative in, in the direction they want. Well, when we talk about the elite, we also talk about the perversions within the elite. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not, you know, keep it secret, keep it secret. Nobody can ever know. It's yeah. We're here. We're gonna do what we want. We're so powerful. It doesn't matter what it you know. It doesn't matter. We we can we can crush any opposition at any time. Right, right. And, and it's when 
when people start to look at these things, when we start looking at the uh, information that we give them, it's right in front of our faces. It's almost you can almost pull it out of thin air. It's that perverse when you when they when they put it right there to us, we're gonna do what we want. Right. Yeah. It's it's almost you know hiding in plain sight. Exactly. It, it, it's so it's so blatantly put into your f- face that there's no way you can think the public would have believed there's no way they would come out and say this you know and tell us this if they were really doing this and they automatically deny it again you know digging into some of the details with the media do you have any any more details for us any further information well going back to the music side of things Whenever you were referencing um, the Eagles, another you know another artist that people really enjoy is Jim Morrison from The Doors. I like The Doors, right? And if you look at their catalog of music, some of it's pretty trippy, and a lot of that has to do with the drug use. But what's also interesting is Jim Morrison. Do you know who his father was? Um, Mr. Morrison. Mr. Morrison, you are correct. Oh, see, but there's mm-hmm. more to it. He was actually the commander of the SS Maddox, who was involved in the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which was the precursor to us getting into the Vietnam War. Now, a lot of people claim the Gulf of Tonkin incident was a false flag. And the reason why that's important is Jim Morrison's father was part of that quote-unquote military-industrial complex. So it makes you wonder maybe some of the stuff that he knew if he knew anything at all. But it goes to the point that a lot of children of that time that became musicians and artists and actors, a lot of their parents during the 40s and 50s were part of the military. Which is interesting. They almost were indoctrinated into the idea of subliminal messages. Well, that may be one of the reasons why we see, um, you know, a lot of the family line within... um, you know, celebrities and fame and everything. Uh, that may be one of the reasons why we see that. You know, father passed down to son, son passed down to son, and so on and so forth. Okay, so we we do know not all celebrities or all those in the public eye have this ill intent. No, no. Uh, if if you're a fan of any of George Carlin's stand up. He's pretty blatant about a lot of his opinions and views. Um, one of my favorite quotes of his, he did in one of his specials, was, it's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. Right. Meaning, everything that we're told needs to be questioned, right? And only those of us who are willing to accept everything and the idea of everything is perfect, everything's a picket fence, everything is just dandy. Just listen to your leaders, listen to your politicians. You can only believe that if you want to stay asleep. Right. And I, I do remember that, uh, that bit that he did. And I remember hearing him at the end saying, it's a private party and you're not invited. Right. None of you are invited. I'm the not invited it's a private you know what if i find this clip i'm gonna find this clip and i'm going to pop it in here so that people can hear
you have a bit of other information for us leading into uh senator well yeah there uh, there was a senator there, uh and this is, goes back to some of the CIA dealings, and the CIA was brought under scrutiny in 1975, and there was a committee that was formed. It was called the uh, the Church Committee, and what it was was it was a committee set a Senate hearing looking into some of the accusations of the CIA. I believe some of it stemmed with the MK Ultra dealings, um, but now, it also dealt with the influences in the media. Right now, I'm not trying to interrupt you here, but you're speaking of MK Ultra, right? MK Ultra, which was a mind-altering program where the CIA was trying to, and this is a whole nother podcast. Like we said, it's it's not easy to dive into just a short form, right? Just enough for our listeners. But yeah, what it know. is basically, it's a mind-controlling sort of study that was a program that more or less was started in Nazi Germany going back to mind control and trying to develop like mentoring candidates for lack of a better term and, and seeing what kind of things we can do to the human body the human mind see if we can tell them to you know do our bidding without question right good old America <laughs> following in the Nazi footsteps I guess well I, again like we talked la- last time anything that works that the government can validate and improve and and they can rationalize in their own mind that's for the safety of the public which i'm sure is how they proposed this this plan to people who weren't all the way on board They're like hey listen this is the only way we can keep our public safe and under the guise of evil you can manipulate people and that's what that's one of the major things that we learned from the nazis was Manipulation, right? It's nothing short of trying to justify your bullshit. So, right. Um, but yeah, I wanted to recite this because, again, for those of you who think there is no influence, the church committee actually found a lot of information. And what I'm about to read it happened on August seventeenth, nineteen seventy-five. Now, hold on a second. I don't mean to interrupt you again, but you say the church committee. Why is this called the church committee? Well, because it was headed by Senator Frank Church. Okay, he was so, the head of the committee. He was head of the hearing. So when when you say church committee, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to be like, a, <laughs> "No, it's not. A, it's not a religious church. It's not a religious church." Let's make that clear. Okay, yeah. go on. No, yeah, Frank Church, who was a senator in 1975 on August 17th, appeared on NBC's Meet the Press, and they discussed the NSA and the CIA, and in mentioning this, this was the quote that he had on TV. So, you know, this is fact. You can look this up. And it's as follows. In the need to develop a capacity to know what potential enemies are doing, the United States government has perfected a technology, a technological capability that enables us to monitor the messages that go through the air. Now, that is now that is necessary and important to the United States as we look abroad at enemies or potential enemies we must know at the same time that capability at any time could be turned around on the American people and no American would have any privacy left such is the capability to monitor everything telephone conversations telegrams it doesn't matter there would be no place to hide if this government ever became a tyranny, if a dictator ever took charge in this country, 
the technological capacity that the intelligence community has given the government could enable it to impose total tyranny. And there would be no way to fight back because the most careful effort to combine together in resistance to the government, no matter how privately it was done, is within the reach of the government to know. Such is the capability of this technology. And he ends it by saying, I don't want to see this country ever go across that bridge. I know the capacity that is there to make tyranny, tyranny total in America. And we must see to it that this agency and all agencies that possess this technology operate within the law and under proper supervision so that we never cross over that abyss, that abyss from which there is no return. And this was from what year? 1975, hence the telegram, <laughs> hence the telegram reference. Right. But yeah, it was August 17th, 1975, from Senator Frank Church on his appearance on Meet the Press. And if hearing this doesn't put some sort of chill in your bone, knowing what we have today. Right. I mean, this is 45 years ago. Right. And you didn't hear this correctly then. No. So that, and we know, you've got the world at your fingertips. You've got a phone in your pocket. Let me just, you know, think about this. How often do you pick up this phone with a little camera in front of it and look at this thing? How often do you point this camera and take a picture of your wife, your husband, your child, your your loved ones? How often do you put in and use different applications for your banking accounts, your right. other accounts? Uh, you know, there are people out there, you know, look, sexting, okay? People who take <laughs> dick pics and, you know, pictures of their, their breasts or whatever, you know, it's filtered. Other people are filtrating through every little bit of this. I oh, don't yeah, care absolutely. If, if you have it offline or not, you can turn off your Wi-Fi. You can turn off your data, and you're taking those pics, but at some point, you're going to turn that back on. Right. And a lot of this, a lot of this is hard to believe. Like, it really is. And whenever I started getting some of this information, I'm a lot like a lot of the listeners that can't be true but when you come across information where you find something like this on the internet and you're able to reference a television appearance you're able to reference FOIA documents which for those who aren't familiar FOIA is F-O-I or F-O-A-I and stands for Freedom of Information Act and you listen to other podcasts you listen to other programs and they have specialists to come on that dive deeper into these programs and they reveal this information the same information keeps coming out over and over and over and over and in my close personal group of friends and family members a lot of them don't believe any of this stuff a lot of them don't want to believe this stuff and whenever I bring up some of these subject matters with them I have to be kind of careful and pull back maybe a little bit because it's a lot of information to digest and it's it's right you go through the five stages of grief because you know you be the veil is kind of lifted and you know again we're not saying all of our opinion is true we're not saying you know go hide in a bunker but 
this information isn't false. Okay, if you don't want to say it's true, you don't want to say it's real, that's fine. But it's not false. Right, so I mean, to reference to reference something, and I know it gets referenced all the time, you know, taking the red pill. You know, it's sort of a shock to people who, you know, look into these things and realize, you know, and you mentioned running to a bunker. Well, it's a little late for that. A bunker is not going to do you any good. No. You no. can try to go off the grid all you want. It's not going to do you any good. What is, in, in my personal opinion, the last thing we have is this right here, this right now. This sort of medium. This sort of medium, talking to people about it. Yeah. We, the American people, we have power by numbers alone. When, we, when more people wake up, that's when we can pull things together more tight right well again you know the knowledge is where the power comes from yeah but if the public is unwilling to be open to the notion that that knowledge is just filtered to us through the media mm -hmm. which kind of ra wraps up what we're saying if, if you allow them to dictate your facts then you will follow their agenda, whatever that agenda is. You have to be able to step back, absorb all the information that you get, including the media, including, you know, social media, but also some of your own information, some of your own, uh, you know, digging into some of the facts. You, you can't just assume everything that's given to you is true. We as humans... We have a God-given free will. Now, whether it's this God or that God or whatever type of God it is, we have a God-given free will. We didn't need any type of organization to help us learn how to walk. We didn't need any type of organization to help us, but to nod your head, to converse with people. That's something we do at an infantile stage. Right. That's not something we needed a hand in helping us doing, and that's something we still can do. Right. Well, and, and piggybacking off the idea of nature, nature. naturally, we humans are, we don't quite have a pack mentality, but we have a mentality of community, you know? Um, people thrive better in communities, which is one of the struggles that people are having now with, with the quarantine. People are are missing their friends they're missing their co-workers you know they uh want to be able to get out of the house and not be isolation you know isolation is is difficult you know you're talking about what's going on right now and isolation and everything and, and i've said it to you many different times there's a lot more at play here something else is happening maybe it's me being the tinfoil hat guy hmm. but so many things, like I, I recently read a post, and I believe it was on a Daily Wire. I read it, and it was um, different mail-in ballots are already caught in fraud. And we really? This is, yes. For, the, we, for this presidential election? I, already for the, because uh, there was an election, was that, there was an election not too long ago. Oh, the primaries? You're talking about the primaries? Wow. Yeah. yeah, so we're seeing this already. So set the stage, right? 
hmm. Uh, it, it always confounds me because, again, I, I want to believe the best in people all the time. Uh, I, I usually live by the credo, you know, I'll trust you. I'll give you my trust until you take it away. And um, coming across this information, it, it it's difficult to trust, you know, at, at least in, in the public view. It's very difficult to trust because you don't know what information is true. Right. I, I'm not saying, you know, just by saying there's more at play, I'm not saying that this virus does not exist, that people aren't dying from it. Don't get, don't get that wrong. Cause I don't want, I want our listeners to think that I, I'm saying this is completely fake. I'm saying it's, it's happening. And whether it was purposely implemented or people are taking advantage of it since it has happened, there's more to it. Right. No. Um, and even if there isn't, one of the one of the things that I, I saw on a program not too long ago, I think it was on how the how men built how the men built America on History Channel. I think it was J.P. Morgan said something along the lines of the greatest, the best way to make money is when there's blood in the streets. Eerie. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it was referencing don't let no good crisis go. Right. You know. Well, I think uh, another figure that, that would know best on that would be George Soros. But, uh, <laughs> George Soros. Wow. And we will learn about him. Yeah. Um, but leading into that, you know, into the next, well, we'll say two or three episodes, because what we're about to go into, mm. again, we're going to put up, we'll announce a disclaimer at the top of each one of these episodes. It's right. some dark stuff. We're going to leave breadcrumbs for everybody. You can check this stuff, this stuff out for yourself, but we, you know, and even in this episode, we'll warn our listeners ahead of time. It's not for the faint of heart. No, no, absolutely not. And going into that sort of capping this this episode, going into that episode, one of the major uh, players in what we're talking about is a guy by the name of Michael Aquino. He is a Satanist. He is also the head of the Temple of Set. Mm-hmm. Um, and what his occupation is, is he's in the military. He was a PSYOPs officer. In the CIA. <laughs> Just that information alone <laughs> is interesting. Now, no one should be judged for their faith. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is anybody who has a personal agenda within themselves like that, um, and you give them power to influence other people, and you give them the ability to have a position like a position in the CIA, you got to... I would think there would be a little bit more vetting in that process, but there wasn't. And he wrote a paper called Mind War. It was a PSYOP paper. And in that PSYOP paper, one of the missions for it was to be able to electromagnetically, to use electromagnetic waves to be simulcast along with broadcasting and influencing the mind with psychological terror piggybacking 
off the radio, TV, and other broadcasts. That was one of the statements. Now, I'm paraphrasing. I, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't able to get the whole quote, but paraphrasing what he said in one of those papers, that was his goal, to use psychological terror to influence people. Now, this guy, <laughs> this guy also has known... He had a, he also had a TV interview back in the 70s and in that TV interview he openly revealed the relationship that his organization the Temple set what that relationship with the Nazis was he had a personal relationship with Heinrich Himmler and the SS they had artifacts from Nazi Germany they used in their ceremonies he actually went to Germany to some of the sites and performed you know, religious ceremonies. Right. And that and goes into a little bit of the next episode. Right. Um, and if you don't know who Heinrich Handler is, oh. he, look him up. He's, you know, one of, he was one of Hitler's right hand men. Oh, never yeah. was, never was in the military, which in, within the German military himself, but it did resonate within him, which left a void. Well, I and believe he was heart, one of the heads of the SS, was he not? He was head of the SS. I'm talking about before that. Oh, he before that. He wanted okay. to be in the military, but he wasn't a part of the military. So when he joined forces with the, uh, the Nazi regime, he kind of went batshit crazy with it. So you had somebody who was given a military position, even though he didn't have military training. Exactly. That's interesting. It is. It is very interesting. Um, but going into, you know, the next couple episodes, which uh, we'll be ending this one here in a bit. So uh, we're going to get into um, deeper, darker Hollywood. We're talking about, again, we're talking about the pedophile ring. We're talking about, uh, when we say Satanists, we're talking about people with ill intent. We're talking about people with dark ill intent we're talking about not just those in hollywood but also those who have political pull as well right exactly um you know and we talk about that we talk about uh you know pizzagate which is going to be brought up uh we will be talking about pizzagate we'll be talking about which we have been talking about jeffrey epstein but when we talk about him it's not going to be downplayed to a meme it's no. going to be very serious. And very we're going to have, again, we're going to have, you know, different pieces to back this up. Things oh. that you'll be able to look up and put together yourself. And I may be wrong, but I believe you sent me a link stating the fact that there's going to be a new series, there documentary is. series on Netflix. That's on gonna, Netflix. That's going to very much put this guy in, in the light that he deserves to be shown, hopefully. Uh, I haven't seen it, obviously, but... Well, and hopefully it'll put uh, into light those who were involved in the same things that, you know, the the pedophile ring that he was involved in. Because there were, if you think it was just Jeffrey Epstein being the most prolific pedophile in all of history alone, no. you're sadly, well, sadly mistaken. There to be able to get other- away with what he was got away with, he was... He had to have been protected. Right. He, at one point, faced charges in Florida and miraculously, miraculously got off. 
In Florida. In Florida. And he, he rubbed elbows with some of the most powerful people. To think that his suicide was a suicide. I mean, there's so much evidence. It can't can't be played down at this point i mean we're not we're not coming with you guys we're not coming to you guys with information that's not out there it's very easily accessible right so again going into the next episode disclaimer is going to be there if uh if you're willing to learn more see more hear more wake up a little bit definitely tune in it's to me it's a very important piece of information even if you just look into it yourself we're going to give you the uh the tools to do so yeah we'll we'll have some references we'll have some references and because it's a subject matter without references it's it's difficult to digest it really is my Uh, gosh absolutely there's and again we're we're going to have a lot of references some things you may not want to hear or hear about or even think about but we feel the more people know the more powerful you know the message will be well it will destigmatize the air of people being able to get away with things like this which nobody should no one should be able to get away with stuff like this right. and and the more the information gets out the more people will believe and it'll start eroding away as a facade uh, of some of these, for lack of a better term, evil people. That's a very lack of a better term. I mean, you think of the, the worst things possible I, and then you'll hear about this. It almost seems like a term hasn't been invented for these people. No. Well, we'll try to figure out one. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But, do you have anything to add before we... No, no. Um, I just wanted to bring a few facts to the podcast since we were accused of not being fact-based. I just wanted to at least throw a couple things out there right. that I came across and to to let let the listeners realize that we weren't just flying off the cuff. We were just trying to give our opinion a little right. bit more on the last one and, and where we stood. But it seems as since the last time we recorded, you were challenged. A little bit. So yeah. we wanted to fight back slightly well, saying, okay, well, if you want facts, uh, we'll get, we'll give a, we'll give a couple facts. And if, right. if you want to validate these facts or if you guys out there want to follow the breadcrumbs, go ahead and you're more than willing to find out some of that information for yourself. And that's all we want to do here. That's all we want to give you the breadcrumbs so you can figure it out for yourselves. We're not telling you what to think. We're not telling you, we're telling you what we think. Right. We're giving you the breadcrumbs for you to figure it out for yourself. But again, if you want to get a um, get in contact with us, you can reach us on our uh, our website here. I'm going to give you that link again. It is conspiracymachinep.wixsite. That's W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com forward slash machine. And you can message us there. You can check out our blogs. You can listen to the podcast on there as well. Um, we would love to speak with anybody and their ideas and you know what they, th- what they think about the information that we're conveying. If you don't like it, leave a message. Even if it's 
something that you don't agree with. Tell us why. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the only way we're going to learn. That's the only way we're going to learn is to come together and, and, and share information. Exactly. So, that being said, again, next few podcasts, we talk about further down a rabbit hole, we're going where there's no light. So, it's going to be dark, but the information, which for us here, we feel that it's imperative that you have this information. Um, but until then, 